Hey, what's up? Welcome to Steve McGrath's Basecraft. So this weekend I was actually doing this kind of cool project for the local council. Um, I was recording this um, video series. Can't really say too much about it yet, but it'll be out in in June. But um, for my episode, I was working with one of my, my students and um, I was just amazed how much she's come on on the base in just one year of learning. And uh, I actually didn't plan to ever be a music teacher or teach music. I just couldn't make a living just playing gigs back 10 years ago. Or, and or so I said, you know, I better start doing a bit of teaching. But actually, I'm start, I really love it now. Like, And especially teaching the bass um, is really rewarding. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been working on some stuff with the students and I've been starting to come up with my own little etudes kind of inspired by Jim Sinet's work. So this week we we're working on the major scale. So I was doing some stuff. I was doing this line that I made up and it, it's really good actually to get it into their head. So yeah, just uh, the whole baseline is just using the major scale in a few different ways. But um, yeah, it's really enjoying it. So it's cool that um, something that I started out of complete just necessity has turned into one of the most enjoyable things I do around music. Um, so uh, today's guest is a young bass player from Cork called Keen Milan, and he's best known for playing the bass in a band called God Alone, who are hotly tipped as one of the best um, up and coming uh, metal bands in Ireland and um, they have a bunch of albums out they're fantastic musicians and I think none of them are barely over 20 like they're really young guys so um, yeah we, we kind of we know each other a bit like we've met each other at gigs and stuff actually I've known him since he was about 13 I didn't know he was that young but he played guitar in a band years ago and uh, he also plays band guitar in another band called Red Sun Alert but um yeah, we just chat about loads of stuff, you know, pedals and uh, his band, their releases. And also he's in music college, but he, he describes himself as, you know, not a super technical person. So it was really interesting to talk to someone who's in music college, who is what I'd call one of us. Like, he's not the guy who can play all the licks and he's not, you know, the dude who plays all the jazz lines and stuff. He's just you know, a, a fella in a band like myself and uh, he's loving music college and he's getting loads for, from it. So it's brilliant to hear that someone who's not who you'd say would be the usual person to go to music school can still get so much from it. So it's for, for everyone, you know. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode and as usual, it'd be great if you could like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple or wherever you're listening to the podcast or on YouTube because um, that really helps bump it up on the algorithm. And um, I'm get, I just ordered some new schematic t-shirts if you want to get one or drop me a donation on PayPal, whatever shirt. And uh, yeah, see you in a minute. I have a nice light here my mum got for me. For your makeup, is it? Isn't that? Oh, dead right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's really handy now. I usually use it for like not my pedal board under my desk, but it's really handy now for this. I got I went to Aldi got a few a selection box of IPAs just to try them out oh class oh, I only nice. got into them the last during lockdown it was like I always thought they tasted like dirty dishwater but oh that's yeah they kind of still do <laughs> but I like the taste I don't know what that says about my mentality <laughs> they look class though I just like looking at the fucking designs in the cans like yeah they're they're nice um, Aldi had a, had their own one uh, what was it called Aldi IPA yeah the, what's it, that that What's the brand? The punk, um, the punk, oh, punk IPA. IPA. Yeah, yeah, they put up a uh, a meme on Twitter, and they they did a mock up of the can, and Aldi were like, "Oh, actually, could you just make that for us?" So they made you, you <laughs> could buy. It. It's gone now, That's but class. it was really nice actually. There's a Canadian are down to a euro each in buns, so I just stockpiling them in the gaff now. Oh yeah, Smithix was a euro euro each for a while there. That was oh. decent. Good for the soul, like. How am I doing? Here? Cool. So what's going on with you, man? Fair play. Thanks for coming on. I know I, oh, it was nah. a bit short notice, but it was kind of like I was just like, oh, I just it'd be nice to just do one of these tonight, like you know, and mm. have a can or something. I know. <laughs> thanks very much for asking me to come no, on and stuff. I know. Just, hey, uh, in fairness, um, I put up a poll on Instagram and I asked what bass players, what Irish bass player, young Irish bass players are worth checking out, like. So um, you were not you were not voted in because of nepotism. There was a bit of that. Like people were like, <laughs> "Get this guy," and I'm like, "Who's he? Oh, he's the, he's in your band, right? That's why you want him." Okay, well, no, but you got a good few votes, like so. Fair, fair oh, play. Oh, that's like, nice. Pe- of people. Y- your name that's was coming out. 
That's very nice of people now. I, I didn't think people would like vote for me or anything. That's very nice though. Yeah, well, but, uh, you're, you're making yeah. waves, man. With the bad, oh, with the God alone, like you're you're doing really well at the moment. There's uh, we're tipping away there now. There's um, we kind of can't really do much now, just like every other band and shit. But uh, now we're tipping away writing and mm. just kind of like we were recording there before the like the last restrictions where like you can be in a room with other lads. And we were like ah sound, but uh, mm. yeah, we kind of haven't seen each other there in about two months now. I'd really? Say. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a dose. Like we go to college together and everything, like mm. all of us. But uh. Yeah, it's all online now. Like, I only really see Jake because he lives down the road from me, but all the other lads I haven't seen in ages. Like, you got some good coverage in the press. Like, you had the big spread in the Cork Examiner about the Cork metal scene. That was pretty deadly. Oh, yeah, that was that was really. I didn't know anything about that, actually. I just saw it. It was like, I was like, around the paper. I was like, ah, sound. It was really nice lads talking about it. It's like Richie and like Kieran and stuff. The big paper, uh, like that's that's serious. Yeah, like, yeah. It, they don't call I'm it the Cork just... Examiner anymore. It's just the Examiner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was really happy with it now. My mum has it downstairs. She'd be Good framing crack. that, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very nice over like, Yeah, my mother has a bunch of clippings as well from back in the day, like when I'd be in any random band. You're in the paper. I was like, oh, brilliant, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely crack, though. Like. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, fan, like. The thing in the Golden Pleck was really good. The fo- the photo shoot was gas that you did for that. Oh, photo. yeah. Oh, Shane's a class photographer now. We, we just kind of told him, we were like, we're going to wear awful clothes and look exactly like the people we wouldn't want to hang around with. And he's like, brilliant. Yep, so. I thought you were trying to dress like The Rock, you know, the famous picture oh, of yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Jake's a pop-off him, like the black, yeah. black turtleneck and everything. No, we were just like, let's just like, the last one, we looked horrible. We were like, how can we like do that up more? But like, yeah, good crack. Is that, I, well, that's I kind of, outside, though, like. I see your evolution. Like when you started out, you were getting the typical metal band grumpy pictures and now you're oh, kind yeah. of, you're, you're, you're happy to be yourselves like and just do whatever you want kind of uh, it was nice now the lads are happy to just like wear off and stuff as well but like it's actually kind of nice but it's just not i wouldn't wear it outside like i only really wear black and white <laughs> like good Before, crack like. Uh, don't worry i'll put up i'll be putting the pictures up on screen for anyone to, just so they can see <laughs> what we're talking about <laughs> But uh, so you're, you're like you you are a guitar player and a bass player. Like you're you're in a few bands, aren't you? Like you're playing Red Sun Alert on guitar and bass in God Alone at the moment. They're the two projects, is it? Yeah, they're my two main projects now. I do like to take up the vast majority of my time. Like uh, I was playing guitar for years before I picked up bass. Like I played guitar in a band called Corrogan. Oh, I remember, um, yeah. So and um, what's your call? Uh, Jake and Jack from God Alone were like, "Do you want to make like a post metal band?" And I was like, "Yeah, cool." They were like, "Who'll ask on bass?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I might as well buy one. We'll have a laugh." And um, I bought. <laughs> you never, you'd never played bass before then. No, no, mm-hmm. it's just only guitar. I'll show you there. I bought this little fella. Oh, yeah. I gig. Can you hear me? Oh, there we yeah. go. Sorry. I gig. I remember gigging with you back all oh, years ago uh, when you were in that blues band. I'd say you must have been about fourteen, were you? Oh yeah, I was 13 when we started and I think then when we started doing most of the gigs I would have been about 15 and then we yeah. kept going till I was about 18 and that's kind of when God Lawn started doing yeah, I remember like more we, gigs and stuff. We were in the Pine Lodge and you were we were just like, geez, your, oh, man, yeah. your man is serious on the guitar. Like, <laughs> oh, that was good crack. No, the tunes were savage, like, but um, I really liked what we were doing anyway. But uh, mm. whatchamacallit, then when God Lawn formed, I bought this fella here. Um, it's a little square uh, Bronco bass. It's like yeah, a they're really good. They're savage, yeah. I like broke off the pick card and I threw it off a stage when I was like younger and really <laughs> stupid. Bopping around. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's really nice. I flipped upside down because I just couldn't find a lefty that I liked. But do um, they do they do, do they do lefties of that bass or is it just No, no, there's there's um they barely do any like offset like lefties at You're all. You're the first left handed bass player I've had on, like so is is oh, hard to, is it hard to get a left handed bass like um, the one you want, like? If the cheaper ones, yeah, like when I was kind of starting off, I was like, oh, I'll just buy a Squire, like, because they're really good. I really like the Squire jazz basses, and I just, like, couldn't afford it. So was, this was, like, 200 euro cheaper, so I was like, class, I'll buy this. But mm. um, the actual, my main bass now, like, what would be my gigging bass if I was gigging was, I have a, I bought a P bass a few months ago, and is my favorite bass of all time that I've, like, ever played. It's a Mexican fella. But um, is it kind of a slim, of, a slimmer neck then? Because they're very oh, chunky. Yeah. The original P bass necks would be very chunky. That looks a bit skinny, like. 
Oh, it is. Yeah, it's really nice and like fast and thin and stuff. But um, like I'm kind of lucky that like the P bass is my favorite bass anyway, and like mm. they're very easy to find. Like even left-handed. But yeah, like kind of starting off as a bit of those trying to find stuff that I could actually use. Like um, I have Harley Benton jazz bass and P bass that I got because they were just mm. dirt cheap and they did the job for me for ages. And I've um like a DIY Rickenbacker copy that, I remember my, that. me and my dad built. That's class. It's awful. You should, is it awful? <laughs> it is. It looks class. And I think it sounds really nice, but you could raise a family under the action. Like it's, I, oh my God, it's that's, so that, high. That's where the real uh, skill comes. Well, uh, magic comes in when you're building oh, a, yeah. a, a base from parts is to make mm. it play well. Like, you know, a lot of it's people, like, it's hard. It like, sounds to get, nice. <laughs> but it, oh Jesus, like it's, it's unplayable at the really? moment like it's a set neck and we didn't really know how to set a neck like so it's <laughs> it the lowest the, the, like the saddles are touching the bridge and we file yeah. down the knot and it's still like that much like off the fretboard it's god yeah <laughs> it'll just be an ornament now i have a few of those guitars i have a bass behind me that someone gave me but the truss rod is broken the the encore so um, oh I was like, oh, it looks really cool, matte black. I love it. But then I realized the truss rod doesn't work. So it's kind of <laughs> a piece of crap now. Yeah, yeah. looks cool on the wall. Yeah. That's all you need it for, like. It's a grand little ornament, like. But uh, did you take, when you decided to start playing the bass in God Alone, like, did you, had you already a good concept of what the bass does in the band? Because it's so different. Uh, and you were playing blues rock uh, guitar playing. But to slot in as a bass player, did that take you long to switch your brain over, like? Um, I'd like to say I knew what I was doing, but I definitely didn't because um, I was using my guitar pedal board on bass for ages because I didn't have any bass pedals. Um, but um, I kind of, I think I know now when to play and when not to play, which is what I'm kind of very happy with. Like there's a lot of like dynamics in our music and there's five of us really. So there's like two guitars and a synth as well taking up the space. Mm. So like I'm kind of there when I need to be. But if I don't need to be there, I'm more than happy to just like sit out for a bit like. But, um, do, do you down tune in the band? Oh, we do. Yeah, we're in. I'm in drop C for pretty much everything, and the lads okay. are in like open C or kind of any other like so C variant tunings. So D, D standard, but with a dropped low. Standard. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But um, you do yeah, a lot of mo- modal stuff though. Like when I see you live on the bass, you'll like be you'll hold on a groove on it over like the tonic of a song, and the rest of the lads might wave around it. That you do that kind of stuff. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, I just kind of try and like be the foundation almost to the band because like the like the guitars and the synths are doing like mostly mad stuff like Jake does a lot of tapping and there's loads of like like uh, counterpoint melodies and stuff like between the guitars and the synth so I'm just kind of like just trying to lay it down I suppose like uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider myself the best bassist like technique wise like uh, I still like a lot to learn like definitely mm. my uh, like pick in hand but um Watch my college. Yeah, no, I yeah, just like having a bit of crack anyway. Like, oh, you're doing good. Do you are you playing with a plectrum or with your your fingers? Uh, kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Now I'd say there's um a lot of our songs like there's there might be like a mad heavy bit and then there's just like a chill out part for about five minutes and like I just kind of go with whatever whatever needs it really. But um, I'm not doing anything kind of insanely technical anyway. So I I like, but I will eventually build up the speed and like strength to my like picking hand eventually. Yeah, oh, well, sure. It, you have to play like it, that something that'll suit the song anyway. Like so. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you you gave me on like a list of your influences, and you didn't pick out any like fancy jazzy players or anything. So you're you're into kind of groovy bass players. Did you start listening yeah. to a lot of bass players like when you picked up the bass to trying to get inspiration? I suppose. Um, I suppose like my kind of favorite bass players would be more lads I look up to more like tone wise. And anything really like I love all the bands like lads I picked now like Matt Hedigan from No Spill Blood and um, Hands Up Wants to Die and Shifting he'd be like my favourite bassist of all time because mm. like immaculate tone like knows when to play when not to play holds a groove that like is the song really and he's just really sound as well um, but yeah no like uh, I wouldn't really know much about like like bass players bass players now like kind of James Jamerson like Jacko and stuff mm. Just because, like, it's not really the kind of music that I'd, like, have grown up listening to. Like, I definitely appreciate it. Like, uh, but, like, the days aside, like, love now, like, Tim Comerford, like, Rage Against the Machine. It's because, like, class tone. Yeah, he like, does new, have a new class tone. That, but the metal tone, tone is different, though, because I, I would, I think I have a decent rock tone, but I, I dipped for Zora once, and mm. and the sound engineer came up to me after sound check. He's like, 
That's fuck. That's a terrible tone. Because I was I was chewing, I was chewing down, but I said to EQ like I always do. He's mm. like, you're not going to be heard tonight. So I was like, sure, you just do it for me. So like, and he just yeah, dialed, yeah. he dialed in this completely alien sound to me. Like, but it fitted oh, for yeah. a metal band because it, it was in the right frequency. So it is it is a different tone you have to go for when you've mm. got the drop tuning and extra guitars and stuff. It's, um, I'm using like a like a TC head now, like one of the little small fillers. And it's kind of limited enough EQ, but like, um, whatchamacallit, the lads usually are fairly like, uh, I, I wouldn't say we've like exactly kind of metal tone. Like I'm not mad into the kind of like sterile kind of like no low endy kind of sound. Mm. It doesn't really do for me, but like there's a lot of post metal bands that are really good at like getting around that and like having the low end there without being kind of too, I don't want to say artificial because I really like, I love like modern metal as well, like, like tech metal stuff's class, mm. like. But it just wouldn't be the kind of stuff that we'd be kind of going for. But um, yeah, no, I kind of just go kind of middle of the road with it. Like definitely like a lot of mids, a lot of high mids and a lot of treble and stuff. But yeah, no, that's kind of, I don't think I'd be very good at being in like a gent band or anything. <laughs> no. But like the stuff we'd be doing now, I think P-Bass like just does the job for me really like. Yeah, you go through a lot of gear though, because every time I meet you, you're always, you've some new random amp and. Are you, kind oh, of, yeah. are, are you after getting to your point where you're happy enough with the sound now, like after all the uh, experimenting? I'd be about 80% there, I'd say. I've gotten obsessed with aluminium necks on guitars and basses over the last year. Oh, yeah, I played, uh, one, I played one of them at Christmas. I was at a Owen O'Neill's house and he had a eight-string aluminium class. Cr- Kramer. <laughs> oh, they're unreal. A weird He's joke. The, <clears throat> lads in Shifton have like two Kramers. They have a, like a six-string and a like a bass. And there's, I love the sound of them. Like they're just so like clear and bright, and like the articulation out of them. I've never played them now because I just, like lefty ones don't exist. Mm. But um, I eventually will get one made, and I don't know what I put it on the P bass now, but I might get another bass and put it on it. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm about eighty percent there. I've started using like a guitar amp as well. Like I've uh, an orange Jewel Terror. Like it's a like an all tube head, and I use that as like a secondary dirt amp with mm. my bass, and it sounds really nice. But like I wouldn't be arsed carry it to a gig because it's heavy like it's but, uh, and, and also you're relying on the sound engineer to understand what if you oh, yeah. if you're if you're doing your own gig it would be okay but if you're just doing mm. a, a 20 or 40 minute slot with a load of other bands the sound engineer is going to fucking hate you he'd be like oh exactly who's yeah, this yeah. bass player bringing two amps for a 40 <laughs> minute set but um i was going to start bringing a synth as well i got a synth for christmas and i was going to use that like through my bass rig as well and i think everyone would hate that but, uh, uh, that's a good idea though that's but you already have a sin player in god alone so he might be thinking oh yeah stepped on his toes <laughs> <laughs> but um whatchamacallit yeah no yeah that's kind of my setup really it's, uh i changed my pedal board every five minutes i only got an actual i was building pedal boards with my dad for ages and i, mm. I just bought my first kind of ready-made one there the other day so i have that next to me Wait, what did and, you get uh, i had a harley benton spaceship 40 i think it's called or something it's the same size as the pedal train classic junior i think mm. but it's like lovely and cheap has a bag bag has a pouch job done oh, is it kind of a rip-off of the gator tote bag one that that's what i have Ga- oh, gator yeah, yeah it's class though because you can uh you can adjust the feet in it to be like higher or lower really? and stuff it's very very cool yeah you really have cheap. a lot of you have a lot of pedals though uh, you but you use a good few guitar pedals on your bass just looking through oh your, yeah your, looking through your list of pedals is that just because you have them because you play guitar <laughs> uh there's some of them i just had like lying around like the the treble booster i suppose to be the kind of like most like to where the characteristic part of mm. the stuff i do on bass really and that was just because my dad got it for me for christmas and he was like oh rory gallagher use this and i tried it on guitar and it's a horrible guitar <laughs> that, that's such a damn move he's like oh yeah my son it's plays class. my son plays bass in a metal band but i I don't care. I'm going to get Rory guitar, <laughs> Rory, Rory's guitar pedal, no matter what. Uh, it's like it's an awful guitar pedal. It's it's like a clone of the like the Range Master he used to use, but it's mm. it's not good. Like it's it's so harsh. It cuts out all the low frequencies. And I was like, oh cool, I'll just use this on bass. And it's like it's really good for you've a load of fuzz and you just like slam that onto it, and it completely kills all low end. And if you're mm. like the only instrument playing, it sounds really cool. And then you turn it back off, and there's like like a whoosh like a wall of low end then comes in straight away it's yeah. really good for like dynamic parts and shit but um the other stuff then i have a guitar like just normal booster and i thought that was cool um what else do i have uh oh, i to... use a proco rash oh yeah i saw that yeah i've never really used that on the bass before i'd say it's pretty harsh sounding kind of oh very <laughs> yeah it it's it keeps about 
85% of the low end, I'd say. Like, it is a savage mm. guitar pedal, like, but I, obviously I wouldn't use it for, like, everything. The Big Muff would kind of be the main. That and the Rat, like, mm. combination would be the main kind of source is of my tone. Is it the then. Russian Big Muff? Oh, no, the PI, yeah. I have that one. It's, I oh, think that's, yeah. It's class. That little switch that keeps the bass frequencies makes the world a difference. Oh, but, so fucking handy. I love the, the dry out as well. I use that for recording all the time. So handy. But your dad is very supportive of your, of your music because you're after saying he bought your pedals and he made basses for you and everything. Oh, he's a hero in fairness. Like he definitely he like he definitely hates everything I do, like all <laughs> music. But like that's fair. But like he, did he not like, like he probably liked your bluesy the blues band did, back in the day. Like yeah. Oh, he did. He was mad into that. I think he's a bit he was a bit upset when I was like oh, I'm in kind of two metal bands now. <laughs> but um, watching no, he's really sound. Like he's built all my pedal boards now and like. Like, he can't play guitar, but he definitely knows more about guitar than I do. Like, he's unreal at just, like, craftsmanship and, like, uh, repair got, and shit that I have. En- he's got, like, know. an engineer's mind, like, Leo Fender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Build anything, like. But, That's um, cool. You should do another custom bass. Like, the first one didn't work out, but you could go again, like. Oh, I will. They, um, it was weird. They shipped us two of them. Um, Pitbull guitars, the Australian ads. I think they're gone now, the Rickenbackers on their site. So I presume like they probably got sued or whatever mm. but like they sent me a second one that we didn't order so i have that half built there behind me it's black but jeez i haven't touched that in about six months like <laughs> i but, do a uh, cool finish when i'm building them i get a flame a torch you know a, a kind of a flamethrower torch thing you might oh, use yeah, for welding yeah. or whatever and you can do all you can just burn the crap out of the base and it looks really good and then oh, you just, just finish it with any old varnish and it gives a creme brulee job, like yeah, you're like yeah, class. making creme brulee, same yoke, yeah. That that's a good. It's an easy way, like you can't really do it wrong. Like the the objective is to burn it, like so. Why, oh yeah. Well, I do it when I'm taking off like nitro paint. I get like loads <laughs> of cheap bases off people who don't want them anymore, and then I just burn off the nitro, and it leaves all burn marks but no paint. So that's class. I just like I've tried that now, like because I um I just kind of varnished the other fella and like. I think it looks nice, but I also got varnish all over the, Jesus, what's called the outline, the binding. That's oh, the God. I, I usually, I use tongue oil. I never use varnish. It, it's oh, like, yeah. It's just stuff you rub on and it's, it, it's mm. very, you can feel the wood. It's a real light finish, but, and it's kind of for dummies like me who <laughs> would fuck it up with, <laughs> fuck, would fuck up varnishing something. So it's just like rub that on once and you're done like. Oh, but I, you're in music college. Do you, do you does that come into your playing at all? Like, or is it all, you just play like from the gut usually? The kind of theory and stuff you're you're picking up in um, college. Like, it was kind of like guitar wise. I suppose like like I could. I was playing guitar for years before I went into college, so I was kind of like setting my ways and stuff. But it's definitely like open my like mind like more genres and stuff. But um, I'm taking. It's cool. You have an option to take like a, a secondary instrument as a module. So I'm doing that now this year. So I'm going to be doing bass. It should be good cracks so mm. like sort out like my hands. But um Who's the ba- who are the bass tutor? It's a CAT school music you're in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Noel Barrett and Sean O'Neill. And they're both lovely, both like absolute legends. Noel's left handed as well and he's lovely. He's like insane bass player. And then Sean O'Neill is the guitarist in Naked Animals. He's class. I know I know I follow him online, yeah. He's a brilliant oh, yeah, yeah. brilliant bass player, yeah. Lovely fella. I'm looking forward now to like, I think he's going to be my teacher now for bass. So you're, good crack. you're going to have worked. to learn a bit of jazz, Keen. It's, go, oh, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Like, they're going to make you learn jazz. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate it. I'm just bad at it. But, wait like, till they start kicking your ass to do walking bass lines because when, oh, when you start doing that, it's hard. It's so hard. I was going to like, I'll have to use another bass because I, like, I refuse to tune this up to standard. Like this has to stay in drop C. Mm. But like, oh, it should be good crack now. But uh, I've never had anyone, like, sit me down and go, this is how you play bass. Like, I just kind of, like, watched a lot of YouTube videos and, like, transferred what I already knew about guitar to it. Mm. But, like, that should be a good crack now to, like, learn walking bass lines and all that. Yeah, well, I have I learn a lot from people when you just talk about rhythms. Like, they'll explain when they get deep diving into how they think about rhythms. So mm. that's really transferable to the bass. Like, it could be a drummer or someone saying it to you, like, so there's where the the different hits would come on a line and how they mix in with the drums so mm. learning that stuff is invaluable for any genre of music what what made you decide to go to music college you were just like were you all were you thinking music is what i'm going to do so it's it, it's obvious that i have to go and stu- study music uh pretty much yeah i was like there's nothing else i could sit down through for a few hours a day and kind of like not go to sleep for really like uh no, it's pretty much like between like music and like just Skyrim, 
It's just like the only <laughs> things I kind of do. So it's my favorite things to do. Like I spend online like Skyrim, I, Skyrim. Is it? Oh, Skyrim's class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the online one. Is it the new one where you? Oh no, the, I'm playing the 2011 one. The single player one's class. Is that the one with Patrick Stewart? Is one of the voices? In it? Oh, that's Oblivion. That's oh, the okay. one like before it. They're a cla- that's class. So I haven't played as much of that, but like pretty much just like recording tunes in my house and like playing that is what I've just been up to over lockdown. And, like it's what I get up to anyway. Like so, was, but uh. Yeah, no, music college is elite. It's nice the lads are in there as well. There's three of the other lads in God alone, so we just kind of like hang around the whole time. Mm. And um, everyone in Red Sun Art is in there as well. We're on the same year, so that's class. So. And you get to use the practice rooms and everything, like? Oh, yes, best crack ever. Like, we get to use the... I can use the studio now, because in, in, I'm in, like, third year now, so that's class. Mm. And uh, getting, like, mad use out of that. But yeah, no, class building and all that. Yeah, I'm pretty like you. All I do is play music and play Grand Theft Auto. Oh no, uh, what's it called? Red Dead Redemption Online. Oh, class. <laughs> my brother is obsessed with that. Oh, we're, we, I can't go on for more. For like last night, I said I'd go on for 10 minutes and it was 2 in the morning. I was sitting in my underpants tying up a guy, putting him on a railroad track. <laughs> <laughs> with some that's, guy some some guy from Australia and another guy from Cork. Like. <laughs> oh, that's class. I have to get into that and my brother has on PlayStation. No, it's good crack. So that's cool though. Do you, you do kind of beat making a bit as well, do you? I've seen you do some that kind of stuff, making like electronic music. Oh, I, I only started that there. I'd say the other week with Jake. I got um, I just been kind of learning how to use a synth. I got for Christmas. Mm. Jake and Savage are doing like techno and all that. So we were like, let's just make some like noise together, mm. like the God law, like extended universe kind of crack. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's cool because like I can't use I can't use anything I know about guitar on it. Yeah. which is nice so you don't fall into like the similar like the, the patterns like the, so yeah, yeah exact patterns that like i've been playing for like 10 years mm. yeah i'm doing it now with the beat making as well and i'm loving it like it's completely alien to me i don't know anything about dialing in synths or anything. it's it's class crack oh it's so cool just like to get a new perspective on like even where you sit in the mix because like i like to turn up incredibly incredibly loud and like if you do that with a synth it'll sound awful so like mm. that's class like but uh yeah, I know. Uh, if someone was telling me about this this uh, DAW, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll put it in the description. Basically, it's an online uh, DAW, but you both uh, up to like six, seven, eight people can join the session, and you can all put your tracks in as if you're oh, like. Oh, is that a band lab? No, it's not band lab. It's a new one oh. where you all work together, and you can have a little window and everything, so you can keep drop. You can drop in your guitar parts or your synth parts and. You can write songs together, like on the internet. So as cl- close as you can get to being as a r- in a room together, I suppose. Oh, that's class. That'd be handy now, but even for the lads for like practice and stuff when we can't meet and stuff. Like we were using BandLab in college for ages, and like I love it. No one else seems to, like put stuff in there, but like I love using it. Like and just being like, you can do whatever you want to this. Like I know you won't, but you have the idea, the option too. Like <laughs> so I love BandLab. Like it's so cool. It's good. I like. I, I'm always making drum beats to practice my bass. Like, and did you ever do the thing where you take out like a bar every now and then, or take out half a bar, or take out four bars? It's try, It's a way of developing your pulse. Like your inner pulse. So oh, it's like a challenge. You're like you're playing the bass. Like you're. I was so bad at it, but I'm getting better. I'm not. I'll never perfect it. But you'd be amazed. Like you're completely lose the groove sometimes when you leave the space. It's just like what the hell? You come in completely oh, out of time. <laughs> Oh no! I need to start practicing to a metronome more. We started um, for the last few practices before like lockdown. We started like doing God alone practices to a metronome. We were like, "Oh, we're class. We're like the oh, best." The, me- the metronome is your worst enemy if you've never used one. It's like, <laughs> what is this we thing? Were like, we we're like, we're the best musicians ever. This is going to be class. <laughs> and then you finish like an eight-bar section, and you're miles off, and you're like, "That's not my fault. That's your fault." And <laughs> would then, you? Like, you wouldn't do it live, would you? Play to the metronome live, like. No, we we were kind of going, we were going to, um, I think we might have to now, we we're going to start like sequencing stuff off like synths with like clocks and like we might have Jack have like a metronome, but like we'll get through it. We we got really good, we got like, not really good, we got better at it mm. over a while, but it's, it is painful though. Would you not like, find it weird, like you're, you're kind of, you do a lot of grooves and uh, extended musical pieces that can go on like for as long as you want, but if you were tied into the track, would you not be able to do that anymore? Would you? You wouldn't be able to be like, oh lads, let's, let's, this, there's some drunk lad up the front. He's absolutely loving this section. Let's keep it going. <laughs> would you Would you be stuck to the to track like then if you were playing um, along with it? I'd say it'd be, it'd be nearly impossible, I'd say, to put like 
uh, map out like tempo charts to like stuff we already have done. So like we'd never do that, but it, it wouldn't be too bad if we were to write a whole song to it almost like uh, that wouldn't be too bad. But like the way writing to a metronome is grand, like that's not too bad at all. But like mm. trying to add a metronome after the fact you've written something, there's a hundred tempo changes is the worst crack of all time. Yeah, that's a disaster. Oh, I, I tried to do that when we were recording the EP. I spent like about three hours on each track. And then after about 20 minutes in the studio, we were like, these are awful. We're not using these. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's really fair. And they were bang on what I was told, but it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like the songs that you know, because you've been playing them for years, like just not the same. Like, did you not record to a click, click track when you did your EPs and stuff? No, we, we, we tried to for that one. And then we were like, there's too many tempo changes that are already like ingrained in our hands and minds. We were like, we just can't. So yeah, we've kind of just like not bothered with it. Yeah, for, you, like, pretty much. You'd have to just make like uh, Simon Flurry from City Weasel. Uh, you you know him. Oh, do you? Yeah. He, he showed me the tempo maps for his songs for his second album, and they were absolutely crazy. Like, but he didn't. <laughs> he he didn't care. Like he made them all like they're going up and down like, uh, all over the song. But then when he goes to play it to the metronome, he can play it the way he always plays it. But he has a click that moves with him, like so. That's mad. Like that's almost make, like playing an instrument itself is making a tempo map to songs that like you wrote. Like, is it's just painful. Like I wouldn't be. <laughs> it's probably the best of both worlds, though. At least you still have all the changes, but mm. you have a click to make sure they're like super tight. Mm. But when you did the remix, you did like a remix uh, EP, didn't you? You sent. Oh a... yeah. Was that not weird for the guys mixing them if the songs weren't tracked to like? A metronome because you know when you're doing electronic music usually you have everything on a grid and it makes it work better like i'd say we we gave them kind of like just the the raw stems so i'd say they're just kind of like what a lot of lads did is they got like one guitar and just like took out like a tiny little chunk of it and then like reversed it or like like chopped it up and all mm. that crack so it wasn't too bad like but um it's like when um paul mccartney recorded with Kanye west <laughs> he did remember he did the song with Kanye west and rihanna Jeez. it was called what was it called 99 seconds was that it 99 seconds to whatever but um paul mccartney heard he got a phone call he's like you're number one the song you did with can you s he's like what i can't even hear my guitar parts on it <laughs> and, and nobody can but apparently can you spent all day in studio with um paul mccartney recording guitar parts he took like one millisecond of <laughs> McCart- made an entire beat out of it got rihanna to sing over it and released Paul McCartney and Kanye West and Rihanna <laughs> collabing together but only Kanye West would be the only person in the world with the balls to do a cl- collab with Paul McCartney and not use all his parts <laughs> just be like <laughs> fucking legend like <laughs> just like I'll just use this tiny bit of the most legendary musician probably alive anymore like Jesus one absolute king like uh, it's, it's a it worked though it was a, it was a hit like and they all got their royalties so how bad <laughs> it's what a legend though like how did that go down, the, 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 the remix EP that you did? What did you call it? Uh, God Alone Squared, was that it? Oh, yeah, Squared, yeah, yeah. I was really happy now. We just kind of sent it out to the like producers that we thought were savage around the country. And we were like, do whatever you want with it. We are like, just kind of, like, uh, you can kind of play with it wherever you want. And we were, like, delighted with the way, like, everyone got back onto us and they were all class. Like, um, what do you mean? Yeah, no, it was, we, we, were all, we were looking to do it for, like, ages, but we just, like, didn't have the stems or, like, didn't have the songs that you were kind of like happy with or anything but I was, I was delighted with it now the way it went and like they're all mm. class all the producers and like yeah, it was really cool uh, I was just going to say I have a box of tapes from here like actual tapes week. like oh yeah, like yeah. cassette tapes, tapes like, That's I don't great. have a tape player or anything like, like, you're cool. all very young like tapes were long dead CDs were nearly dead when you when, by the time oh, you yeah, were yeah. teenagers <laughs> oh tapes look class though like Everyone like, hated tapes back in the day. We all thought they were shite. Like oh. we just we just be throwing them away. Like you're, and you have a pen and you're like winding them up, oh, rewinding yeah, yeah. them all the time. Like my dad got really bad at me for making them. He's like, "That's stupid. Like no one's gonna buy those. Like what? They're like dead." I was and like, "Did yeah, people buy them? Cool. Did they people? Did, yeah, yeah. Really? They can't. <laughs> play, they can't play them though. <laughs> no, but like they look. They look cool. Like they're cool to just be like. I, like I've uh, like I've like a whole stack of vinyl here. Mm. Like I used to play when I had speakers, but like now we're just like looking at them. <laughs> yeah i don't really take mine out anymore like uh, it's like 20 minutes on each side and i have to get up every 20 minutes i prefer just to have oh, yeah. the music going for ages like so i don't plug in my record player at all anymore like, like it's nice it's a nice kind of ritual like putting on the thing but at the mm. same time it's a massive track and i just like looking at them i like holding them ever so often well i like always that. buy them like you know when i see a band i don't want i don't buy their cd because i i don't i won't play a cd yeah but, um, I, 
I got their vinyl, like, like you know. I bought I bought one off Red Fang, you know that metal band, and oh, I got yeah, got yeah. the whole band to sign it. It looks awesome. So. Oh, lovely. It does and you know because sometimes you don't want to buy. Well, I I don't wear a white T-shirt, so some bands might have a white T-shirt. Sure, I'd have fucking mayonnaise or red sauce on it <laughs> <laughs> before I even get out the door. Like, there's um, what you call is gonna say, but yeah, I know. Like, uh, I'd love to make vinyl now someday, but like again, I will just end up holding it. Like, I won't bother playing it or anything. Like. Yeah, it's very expensive. The the factories that are pressed in Ireland, they is dear. Like, well, it's dear everywhere, but I think the cheapest mm. place to get it done is Germany. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Then Bandcamp like, were doing it though, aren't they? You could like commission it through Bandcamp for a while. Oh yeah, I think you could put like your own songs in it as well. Like mm. they they take song of whatever artist you wanted or something. I'd look into that more now. Bandcamp for sound like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a, a record kind of label, do you, or is it all self released? Uh, we released the the last EP, the the red one, uh, through Cosmo, our buddy Carmack Daily, he's like an absolute hero. But we'd be um, what you call it? We kind of have no plans yet for the next kind of release now. Uh, we're just kind of in the process of like just even recording it now. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I'd love to do more physical stuff though. Like we didn't do any physicals for the EP, and like mm. it was really nice. People bought off Bandcamp and stuff, but like eventually, I'd like to go back and like release vinyl a bit or even tapes or anything like that. Would you ever think of doing like a Patreon where you're like putting all demos and putting up stuff all the time, like so people can know what's happening with the band? It's a lot of commitment, I know, like to mm. to keep it going. Like, no, I'd love to do that. Now, give me something to do as well. Mm. Like, I I'll think it's the way forward. Like, you know, if you add up the, the sums, if you had a hundred or two hundred people giving you ten or a month, that's a lot of money for a band. Like, mm. to, that's a rake. Like. Like, you could have uh, the crack as well. Like you could be just. I, I see some people put up like private podcasts, so they don't. They could, and then they have like chats with the people on the Patreon, and for, you can do whatever you want, really. Like, oh, that'd be class. Like I'm just kind of like, I look. I'd be looking for any excuse to talk to people about like gear. So like that would be Say, good crack. I, like, I look for any excuse to talk to people. Full stop. These days, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just geez. it's getting bad. Like you know, you're just. <laughs> I suppose that's why I'm playing the online games. It's like, oh, I'll chat to these. Sometimes I go up to like some random guy outside the saloon. I'd be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, and this, <laughs> this Russian person is like, yes, what do you want? I'm like, I just, I'm just saying hello. Like, I'm not going to shoot you. <laughs> oh, that's class. Like, uh, what should I call it? I don't know. Like, uh, what's I going to say? You'd find yourself going a bit weird not talking to people though. You would. Like, even definitely. Gaff, like, I, th- I think my personality has definitely changed for the worse. Like mm. only talking to my brother for the last like year. No offense to your brother, of course. Oh, he sounds like, but like <laughs> you get you would get a bit weird sitting in the house all day. If I, for... if I'm, I find myself talking to the dog a lot, you know. We've, oh, we've that's ha- class. We've we great conversations. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Like there's a uh, there's no pets in my gaff now. I'm kind of sad, but like, but uh, are you find it hard to be creative, like with all the being in lockdown and you know not meeting your band and stuff like that? Uh, it kind of comes and goes like uh, like I record I write and record a lot of my own stuff that like 90% of it never gets released uh, but like even just for myself but uh, I don't know I kind of like like the thing that kind of spurs my creativity on or anything is just like buying new gear so, like the minute yeah. I get a new pedal I'm like oh class I'm going to play this now for an hour and then you yeah. write a load of riffs in that hour and you're like oh brilliant that's like two and one I got done playing the pedal and writing riffs I do a lot of that in in the DAW. Like I I get oh, up like yeah. I get up the bit crusher and I'll crush the bass tone with that and because they're free, like you know, so you can get it. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're not made for guitar or anything, so you can get them all online for free and just start putting them on your bass and getting all these mad effects. Same thing, like it's great crack. Oh, I got a savage um, like Ampeg uh, free VST thing there the other day. It's unreal, and uh, no, it's handy now. But uh, yeah, no, like uh, we've still been kind of writing away just like in the gas but like definitely we would have written a lot more like in a room together mm. but uh i don't know it's kind of like it's easy to be a bit hard on yourself being like oh i'm not writing anything or yeah. i'm not getting anything done but it's too like mu- i'm playing too much skyrim i need to do yeah, something. But, it's, but it's like this these are like unprecedented times or whatever yeah. like you should be, people should just be like like proud of themselves for just kind of like keeping on trucking you know? Yeah, you're right. No, like, I'm very oh, harsh on myself. Like I, I today I did I had an off day today. I just took did nothing. Like so, but very rarely I, I do that. Well, that's that's the job. Like that's what you need to be doing. Like I'd be like, oh, I haven't recorded anything in a week. It's mm. like yeah, but like if we weren't in lockdown, I would have just been like going outside, going to the shop. I wouldn't record anything anyway. You know, like why yeah. am I being? It's very easy to be really angry at yourself, like creative, creatively. But it's like mm. 
no, the whole gaff, like, whole gaff is like ruined. Like, doesn't matter. So we're all fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll all come out the other end. Like, and yeah, I feel bad. Weird, the frontline like, workers are killing themselves. Like, you know, working so yeah. hard. Like, so all we have to do is watch Netflix, or play Skyrim, yeah, exactly. and yeah, uh, yeah. Red Dead. Like, if they're the real shams. Like, and I'm there, like being like, oh, I'm useless because I'm like not recording bass. It's like, I'm about like. Yeah, you're right. No, that's yeah. that's a good note. Like to be be positive, not be too harsh. I actually kind of got a a creative spurt when I I set up my green screen. I had I bought it oh, for class. like I bought it for like a tenner, and then I said I'm not buying the frame. That's like expensive because it's just a joke, really. So I just got a load mm. of mics. I got a load of mic stands, and I I taped it to the mic stand. Class. So, so then I had the green screen, and I was like, okay, I'll have to write some music to go with this green screen videos. <laughs> So I'm just, that's what got me going. And then I was like, I have to write 20 seconds of music to go with the stupid videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the job. Like, I even thought about, like, even just, like, getting into, like, filming, like, random stuff, like, little, like, uh, like experimental clips or whatever, and then just writing music to that. That'd be handy as well, like, in that yeah. crowd. Green screens are lethal, though. I will eventually buy one. Uh, it's only like, a tenner, like, uh, that. I got the, the cheapest class. one. <laughs> I just stuck it up for whatever I had around, like. There's a, there's an unreal uh, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard video where they're in, like, an awful green screen yeah like it's like a whole room and they're in like the desert and there's like a snake and it's, it looks it looks awful like it's meant to be like <laughs> it's, it's classic fate no more did a video like that back in the 90s they, they were kind of like taking the piss out of the current videos at the time but they oh, went yeah, they yeah. went way over and it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious there's um oh fucking uh, nightboat to cairo by uh, madness there's like a dog runs onto the set under the green screen like half or two the, they're like in egypt and it's, it looks awful like it's like a dog runs into the pyramid and shit it's hilarious have like, you seen uh the mandalorian they don't use the green screen oh. right? they don't use the green screen anymore oh it's, serious yeah shit. they're in a room it's about 40 foot uh, square and it's mm. all led screens that's mad. So, so that's why it looks so good. And the only real thing in the show, like, you know, when you're watching it and they're mm. in the guy who wanted to get Baby Yoda. So the only thing in the room was his table, the puppet and the two actors. And the whole place around them was LED screens. And the actors, were, the actors are saying, like, even it's so immersive, they think they're in the rooms. Like, That's meant. Like, geez, I watched the whole thing with my brother and I, like, the best. Oh, I saw you actually. My brother got me this for Christmas. Nice one. That's a, <laughs> that's the job. But oh geez, I love the Mandalorian. I love anything to do with Star Wars. Like, yeah, class. the music is class to it. It's like your man just hit, blew it out of the park. It just fits it. Oh jeez, he's a young guy. Telling... He's young as well. Like he's only in his thirties. That dude, like Jesus. He does... I keep telling, uh, I keep telling myself I learned the Cantina Band music, and I just never <laughs> oh, bothered. Yeah. Do you play much other people's music? Do you like transcribe other bass lines a lot or do you just do your own thing the whole time? Um, I kind of just do my own thing the whole time. Like, uh, I never really asked to tune my bass to standard. So it's like, it's just you like find a band that only play in drop C. Mm. And I'm like, ah, like, but um, with, like in college now and stuff, we've like play a lot of funk and like pop and stuff. It's really fun on guitar, like playing other people's tunes. But on bass, I'd say like I play like 99% just the stuff I kind of write. Mm. Yeah, I'm terrible. I will. I I did it more in the last few years, but up to the last four years, I almost had played no cover tunes. It's just because I never was in a proper cover band, ratting, So mm. it's just wasn't something that I did. Like, yeah, yeah. I know it's it's like it's kind of comforting, but also kind of you get stuck in it, just like only playing the riffs and licks that you know, mm. and then not bothering to look at like anyone else's. But like, uh, I like the riffs I do anyway. So like, <laughs> I, they, obviously the people that listen to you do as well that's why they, they voted for you to come on the show <laughs> like, oh, that's really nice of them but uh, yeah I know but uh, that's kind of my kind of vibe with bass anyway it is very I just really like playing it's a really nice instrument and it's kind of like I get to be like the heft in a band it's really nice and yourselves and the lads in God Alone like you do, you've done some mad tours like um, kind of DIY when you were a bit younger oh, even yeah. like putting gear on buses and trains and stuff. oh that was good crack we did a how did you do that like that's how i heard about you doing it i was like are they mad like they, oh, it was they, good they, crack. you did a tour of england without any transportation yeah yeah no it was, it was grand we, we were going to do uh, another one last year like one that was like twice as long and again we were just going to bus and train it how does but that like, work like how do you get to a gig on time how does their stuff not get stolen where, uh, <laughs> i i really like like just organizing stuff and being like bang on specific but like when we're getting somewhere like i i've planned i planned out the entire thing and it went it went like good like like no one robbed anything or nothing got like broken or, or my base broke for a bit but it was fine 
But um, we did a tour in 2019 uh, where we did four gigs in Ireland and then three in England. And we just busted everywhere. Like we got trained once and that was nice. But um, yeah, no, I like, I just like uh, organization and transport and stuff. I like mad vibe for making like Google Docs and stuff. Would you think going into that part of music, after, like it'd be a good um, combination of playing bass in an original band and doing some of that admin stuff in the music mm. business? It wouldn't be a bad shit. Yeah, like, like um, I love doing it for ourselves. But like it's just, I don't know, there's something about organization just gets me going. Like, <laughs> are you are you actually a musician you're the only person i've ever <laughs> heard saying that <laughs> but like i lo- like i love playing tunes but like there's something about like just knowing i'm gonna get this bus bang on now and i'm gonna be in this city for like in like an hour is like the best like crack ever oh, there like, you go. That, that's what you gotta do man you should be doing yeah, some kind yeah. of uh, management after college and playing in the band <laughs> oh it's great fun though like uh but yeah no that was that was a really nice tour we didn't play a single stage on the tour as well which i thought was cool in the on the Irish days, we were all on the floor. I thought that was class. Like all the venues we played, well, I that? really liked. You just, it, so you just did it for the crack, like something different. No, I didn't even cop it until I was like the last gig. I was like, we didn't play a stage. We were just on the floor. Like I really liked that crack anyway. But like, it's it's a bit kind of hard for people to see us because we're all kind of really small as well. <laughs> yeah, you um, are fairly uh, vertically challenged as a band. Like, oh yeah, we're very portable, <laughs> as I like to say. Like, like we have tiny amps and we're all really small. Like, you'd fit, all, like you wouldn't be crushed in the van. Like, you'd all fit in oh, there, no. handy out. Like, no, you would. You would fit the five of us in a bed. Like, None of you are over six foot, are you? You're all like well. No, this uh, Sean and Dylan would be the tallest, and they're about Jesus. I have no idea how tall they are. They're about five, ten, eleven. Maybe I'd say they're big enough lads. The rest of us are really small though. That's handy. Though. Cheaper yeah, like, yeah. to keep you fed and everything like. Oh, they're like Greg's like. <laughs> oh, Greg's yeah. Oh, I, Greg's. When I I showed the lads in the band, I got Greg's before when I was in holidays in Glasgow, and I said, "Lads, you gotta try this. It's like a pound for pasties and tea." <laughs> <laughs> See, like, like, you'd, you'd be thinking it's unreal. You're like, "That's a load of food for like no money," and then you're hungry ten minutes later. And you're like, sure oh, class, but I can just go Greg's again. Like, I don't know, is this liable? But it's awful shit. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh fucking but Greg's. Do you, do you see yourself playing in a kind of a function band that after college, or you're just going to see what happens? Kind of play play it by ear. Like, um, there was I was I was getting um like a blues band going uh with like my friends like a covers band before the kind of lockdown, and that was that was a, that was a really nice crack because like. Um, I think like blues suits my playing on guitar because I who don't... was in the, um, that project, the new one you were doing. Oh, there was a uh, Aaron Blake from Pretty Happy, who's an absolute legend. Like he was a singer, he's a fantastic bass player. Uh, Michal Fitzgerald from Gilbert and Trafalgar, who's like one of my favorite bassists of all time. He's a lovely fella, and uh, Rory Burke, who's the drummer in Gilbert and Trafalgar's so, own. It's like they're all like unreal musicians. It was really good crack, but we never really got to gig with it. But um, like I think guitar, like blues on guitar suits my playing because like. I don't have to learn anything note by note because I don't have the memory for it or not the memory. I'd say willpower is to actually like, <laughs> yeah. like learn someone's licks note for note. But uh, it's really nice. It's kind of matters of it. But I don't think I'd be able to play like, uh, what's the word? Like I love Toto, but they come to mind for me as like a band that like, I just wouldn't have the patience to learn like All the parts. <laughs> notes or like any wedding band stuff. It's mm. like, like those musicians are like animals. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just a different world completely. Like playing oh, all yeah. them covers, like I'd be, I wouldn't be good at it either. Like you know, I'd have, I've, I've done a few of them in the last few years, and it killed me. Like learning all them covers, yeah. <laughs> but then like, I did, like, I dipped for a blues band, and I got mm. to set down in one day, like with no bother, because I'm so familiar with playing that type of music. Mm. That's that's where the crack is. Then it's like something that's not like, like they wouldn't kill you for like playing a lick out of place or stuff that's that's like, like very comfortable there but like I kind of got really down on myself when I was like starting guitar and skin music I was like all these guitarists are really really good at playing stuff note for note and like being told you're going to do this now and doing it I was like I can't really do that just because like I'm really stubborn and I just like didn't want to but like just kind of not my cup of tea really like and I like like you'd have to have mad respect for these lads who can do it but like Jesus I like if I'm not playing my own tunes on guitar I just refuse to play guitar. Kind of like. <laughs> and is it hard going through music college not being one of those kind of ac- uh, what you call, what you'd call an, an academic musician? Maybe. Uh, I get away f- with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, um, what should I call it? I just don't like solos. I just refuse to learn someone else's solos. But like, mm. 
if there's like a nice riff I'll do that like no worries but like it's nice there's they kind of give us the freedom to like make your own set and stuff which is class uh, it's for anyone know. for anyone listening it's the performance uh, music degree in CIT isn't it oh yeah, yeah. The popular music yeah, degree my in girlfriend's CIT. doing the, the vocal part of it Rebecca's doing oh, that oh yeah yeah but uh, yeah. yeah it is you've some resources there so I suppose that'd be the BIM and that course would be the two main things for bass players to do in Ireland really isn't it or is there any other ones that you were looking at uh, I think there's like a because the Savage Music Production one in Limerick I think oh, it's, yeah. it's either UL or LIT I can't remember but um, watch them called the Savage Musicians come out of BIM as well like our, our buddies Nerves their band called Long Play with like all the time they're the nicest lads ever that's uh, Ch- Charlie on the bass is it yeah, geez, yeah, he's a fucking animal. Yeah, he's coming on, He's going to come on the podcast. Do you want, ah, do you want, little. Do you want me to say anything to him? <laughs> ah, eh, I'll tell him I said hi, like. I will. I will. Uh, there's, we, we played with them in, in Galway uh, with By Curious. It would have been like la, 2019 or something. And like he was playing a Harley Benton P bass. I was like, that's the best sounding bass I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm. But they've um, upped their game a lot in the last year like or two. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's... Playing like a Mustang now is gorgeous mm. as well. Oh, he was telling me that, yeah. But uh, absolutely like unreal band. Would you take like, influence from him and try and learn some of that double tapping or double tumming stuff? Or uh, <laughs> I like the sound of it, but it wouldn't be kind of my cup of tea, really. Mm. Like, uh, like I really like animals as leaders and that kind of stuff. But it's like the stuff I like playing bass wouldn't be kind of that kind of crack. But it is savage, though. Like, I like watching his Instagram videos and stuff. I take that stuff, I take, like, a, a pinch of that kind of stuff. Like, I can't do anything that's fancy, but I might be able to use a little bit of double thumb just in a part mm. of the song. Enough that I'll just use it in a creative way, but I'm not going to be playing classical thumb by Vince, or Victor Wooten anytime soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would kill me, like. But um, but you're happy but, being yourself. Like, that's the main thing, you know. You're Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I have I have the skills to, like, express myself through the music I want to do at the moment and like like uh what was I going to say like uh not that it's like the end of like my kind of playing or whatever it's obviously like I have like you can always learn more stuff but like I have the tools now to do what I kind of want to do and I'm just kind of like happy with that at the moment I just keep like buying gear really <laughs> hey that's good sure a lot yeah. of I'm going I think I'm going to um pull the trigger and get the HX stomp because Everyone keeps oh, saying it. Oh, I've watched so many videos on them in the last week. I've been obsessed with them. I kind of missed the boat. They had like a blue special edition out before Christmas. Oh, they did a white one as well. They're gorgeous. So I'll have to just get the bog standard red, but sure, it'll sound the same. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's a... I saw a fella using one on bass and sounded unreal. Yeah. It's like, you, a, like an Ampeg I just like the like, idea of having all the pedals on your computer and be able to move them around mm-hmm. and then they're going oh. into the actual uh, stomp box. Like, I love the idea of just, like, rocking up to a gig and just having just one pedal, like, no amp, like, nothing. That'd like, be nice. Way, like, like, that'd be gorgeous. But, like, at the end of the day, I just know what I trust it. Then I'd have to play around with it. They're also, like, mad expensive. Like I've done a few gigs where my, my, my amp blew up. Actually went on fire, like, flames came out of it. Like, and um, uh, <laughs> I, I finished the gig using my um, Tech 21 uh, bass driver. So I just oh, yeah, yeah. I just got the sound engineer to crank the hell out of the monitors mm-hmm. and that became my amp. It was fine. It was um we were playing in Warzing uh in twenty nineteen and we rocked up to the venue and I was like, Where's the bass cab? And your mom was like, Oh, we DI the bass and I was like, Ah shit, because I like only have fuzz pedals <laughs> uh on that tour anyway. And the band were playing a core of IO, they're really nice, like uh proggy metal like lads, they're really sound and we did the whole tour with them in England. And uh he had a dark glass is it the microtube B7K, I think it is or something. And uh like he was like, Oh you can use this and I was like, Oh class and like they're savage. Like I just had like again like had a shitload of it come through the monitor. Yeah, like, it does really, the job perfectly. Like, uh, I was going to buy, I have a Behringer one now, like a Behringer preamp, and like, it does a job. Like, but, I have uh, that, I was, and I just can't get it to sound good. Even though, it's a, you can pr- see it up in the corner behind me. And Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't get, I, I, all the review. Better. All the reviews are really good, but I just couldn't yeah. get it to sound good. I thought it would sound like the Tech 21, but it, no, I, it, it doesn't even come close. I just get really angry at it because there's no mids control, and it's really ugly. Like it's like the it's ugliest hideous, guitar isn't it? ever made. Like I was going to rehouse it, and I was like, "Do I even care that much? I'm going to spend like a tenner on an enclosure. The pedals worth like twenty euro." Actually, my parents were just cleaning out my bedroom where at at the home house, and they made me come out and get my stuff. And I had like an old Game Boy there, 
Do you know the, oh, the original man. one? And I, I looked at it and I said, Do you know what? I'm going to buy like a fuzz pedal circuit on eBay. Oh, and slap it into and it. Put it into like uh, the old Game Boy. Oh, you fucking lethal. Like. But um, I was going to get one of the, the TC Spectre drives or even a Sans amp or something mm. to replace because they're unreal if my amp ever decided to like cake it. Yeah, I, I, I used to play Trace, but I just found them very unreliable. So I just play mm. TC Electronic heads now all the time. Oh, they're savage. Like, they're so small and so light. So cheap like, as well. So cheap, like, yeah, that's... Because I, I have five broken Trace Elliots and Jesus, sure it would cost like, me a fortune to fix them all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, it's like... But, uh, so, so for 2021, uh, God alone, do you think you'll get an album out or you'll just keep writing and just see what happens? Is that the correct um, I'd say we'll definitely get an album out, but kind of depends on but depends on when the gaff's gone back to normal and we can tour with it. Uh, oh, you're going to be well down the list, young, healthy lad like you getting the vaccines. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll be yeah, that'll be another few months away. But uh, watch McCall, like if we can, if we can get back to touring and all that stuff, we'll bring out an album and just like, yeah, we'll have to crack. Like there's there's a few festivals and like stuff we were meant to play last year that rolled over to this year that I like really really hope we get to play. But like. Yeah, there's always next year, like, you know, again, at the same time, like... Cool, well, I'd love to see you start, post up more stuff online where you're doing your pedal sounds, just uh, so people can check oh, you out, you yeah. know, see what you're doing, like. I think I might start doing more playthroughs now, they're just good crack and, like, mm. good to, like, keep in shape on bass and guitar and stuff, like, uh, I just like talking to people about gear, it's really nice when people comment, and they're like, what pedal is that? I'm like, oh, you're in the right, that's the place to be, like, there's... there's oh, like, yeah. I'd say most of those lads don't even play the bass, barely, like, put it in their hands they just love looking at pedals and talking oh, about yeah, like, gear just, like they're just beautiful like like i will send people walls of text about gear that like i'll get a thumbs up reply to and i'll do it again like like <laughs> oh, i was just just beautiful like they just really like keep me going really. do you go on the forums and stuff reading about gear all the time or... oh yeah she's that's like i've been a mad one now like watching youtube videos like especially on, like the hx stomp there for the last kind of week and like mm. researching like bass preamp preamps and stuff but like there's a uh, pedal boards of doom is savage Mm. the facebook group they're unreal and there's like an irish group thingy from as well and there's like my entire reddit and like instagram feed is just gear have you ever thought things. about building your own pedal like getting some of those perfect little units mm. that you put together yourself like i was going to build um like a harmonic percolator with my dad because like he's savage with soldering but like i just like never like what's, got that, around to it. what's that harmonic percolator it sounds, oh, it sounds like, like, a, like a coffee machine or something <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a weird kind of hybrid between like an overdrive and a fuzz um steve albini was like the main kind of guy who used them like all the time um watch them called they're savage they're like it's weird there's something to do with like the harmonic order in it that they i don't know there's some science behind it but they're it messes it they're up like, or something but they're like they can be like really clean or really like bit crushy and stuff. They're really, really and they're like really easy to make. They usually just have like two knobs in them and stuff. I must look but into they sound that. class. Because I've been thinking about doing a few myself. Like because a fuzz oh, a, yeah. a fuzz pedal is the easiest pedal to build. It's the simplest circuit. Mm. Like so, I was definitely going to. Well, I'm going to put one in that Game Boy anyway. That'll be oh definitely yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Fir- the first project. I was like, what will I do with this thing? <laughs> oh, they look savage. And plastic enclosures like you could like drive over for the car as well. And, like wouldn't break. No, I have uh, one custom pedal. It's the it's the Irish colours, like, but there's something wrong with it. Pedals of Babylon. I bought it on eBay years ago. You could choose the whole the enclosure. So I got the the tricolour as the knobs, and the whole enclosure oh, is uh, sparkling green. <laughs> That's class. It's over there. I'll get it there one second. Oh, ah, nice one. There we go. Oh, that's class. That's gorgeous. <laughs> it's like a as well. it's a woolly mammoth uh, copy. Oh, little there's like lovely fuzz. Uh, there's something wrong with it. It keeps giving some crazy uh, mistake sound, but when it works, ah, it, it does. I did a video with it and it sounded great, but it took ages to get a take where it wasn't like popping and causing all this broken sound. Like, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Oh, woolly mammoths are savage fuzzes, though. They're too uncontrollable, though. Like to be your your main oh, yeah. fuzz, <laughs> they're perfect for a certain sound, but. The big muff is the one you should get if you want a fuzz that you can use all the time in, in oh, different songs. Yeah, yeah. I've had like I've had a uh, big muff like die on me though. Like before this is over there, it's like just the switch just decided one day to just die and I opened it up and there was nothing wrong with it, but I was like, but it doesn't work. And it was like that was the extent of my like electrical knowledge. But like <laughs> it's just sitting over there now gathering really? dust. I fixed loads of pedals. It's usually the the most obvious thing, like it, the oh. switch usually like or something, or even it could be a dry solder joint. Just give it a tap of mm. the solder and it'll come back to life. 
I have to give it a bash. I got it signed by a few lads. I have it over there. I have it signed by um, Brian Cook from Russian Circles and Sumac. Be like another one of my favorite bases and Matt Hedigan. And uh, it's really nice. But uh, yeah, no, it just kind of like I use it as a paperweight now. I have like, another one that actually works on my board. I have a shoe signed by Les Paul. I got it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's class. I was in New York um, about 2006 and he used, he was, I think he must have been early 90. He used to, every Wednesday in the Iridium Jazz Club, Les Paul used to play. But to see him, it said it was like $30, $50. But mm. when you got there, they said, oh, but you have to buy dinner and, ha- and a minimum of 100 bucks on drinks. So. Jesus. By the end of his set, I was plastered. Like, and, and <laughs> <laughs> he, he, His hands were really dodgy. Like He only had like two working fingers by that mm. time. They were kind of fused together. Like, But he could still play like a beast. Like. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. And after That's the show, he was like, like signing stuff. And everyone was coming up and they all said the same fucking thing they were like i used to be a fender man but you made me a gibson man <laughs> uh, and, I, and then i was like to him i've been out all day like and i said uh les i actually can't afford your cd um but i bought these converse today like will you sign them <laughs> <laughs> what a legend though for doing it like and he just signed them so they're there somewhere like at home <laughs> yeah yeah what a fucking king though uh, he was great crack he had a great sense yeah, of humor yeah. like he was a massive star like him and his wife both savage you ever seen his wife playing guitar like no, they, no. They, they had a TV show back, must have been the fifties, and oh, they just class. be shredding all these jazz licks together and doing sketches. They're still on YouTube. They're, you should watch it. It's, it's crazy. Like that's fucking class. Now she's fair play to them, though. That's really sound like. Yeah, t- oh. they say don't meet your heroes, but he was no, worth meeting anyway. I've never been disappointed actually by anyone I met. Any of these famous people, not yet anyway. Yeah. Or no, or no ones I'm going to dish the dirt on. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> first like most musicians are sound. Like, yeah. Most of the good ones, anyway. They're so, all what, like, what have you got to prove? Stuff. Like when you're, yeah, yeah. when you're Les Paul or something like that, you may you're going to be nice to people, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah, might as well be like, but yeah, no, Les cool. Paul's gorgeous. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Like, and like I said, um, a bunch of people voted. They said, well, it wasn't a voting. I don't do shit like that. I just said, who do you think I should get on? Like, and your name, your name came up a lot. Like, so, and here you are. Well, I appreciate you coming really on. Nice. Like, and oh, just thanks very much for having me, and thanks for everyone who voted. And that was really nice and uh, where can people check you where do you hang out is it Instagram that you hang out mainly uh, Instagram and Facebook and like Bandcamp and all that crack and yeah no I'll, I'll definitely need to start posting more playthroughs now and stuff when I get do yeah. and keep the, yeah, the, no. the God alone five aside soccer keep that going like oh dead right we haven't played together in about two months I'd say but when I was going I was on real striker is it was good oh striker yeah yeah always it's just, <laughs> I, Stri- like, a striker wouldn't really be like a bass player's role, like, would you, yeah. not, be, would you not be like cor- corner back or something? I'm really bad at defense. Like, Jake is our defender, uh, Jake and Jack, and they're savage at it. But, like, I just I can't defend for my life. I refuse to go behind the halfway line. Like, I'm just there for like tap ins and like screamers and stuff. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm terrible at soccer. I, I played a bit when I was rugby, was my sport. Like, I won a bunch mm. of medals and stuff. But, oh, rugby's class. Like, I love watching them, way too small to play. Like, I, I like, played since I was about seven or eight, like so. I was doing gosh. it for years, like. Yeah. But the the music ruined it, you know. It was just like you're, <laughs> you're up all night Saturday night, and then you have to go and play a match at ten o'clock on Sunday morning. You're just not going to do it, like. I got really bad, the lads. I was like, if I wasn't hanging around with you, I would have been like unreal at ball. I could have definitely been playing for at least Cork. You <laughs> could have like, gone to the up. Premiership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, like, what would have stopped me if I just hadn't like started playing guitar? I was like, you're holding me back, like. Well, think about this, and I often think about this. As a sports person, you're you're finished your career, your mm. your passion by the time you're thirty three or four. If oh, you're lucky, yeah. if you're lucky, like. But as a musician, you never. There's no glass ceiling. You, you, oh you, no! Like I saw vibing. Les Paul was ninety something when I saw him, and he was probably in the best shape of his life ever with the playing. So, Classic. as a musician you can always get better but if you if you if you chose to do sports over music i'm not telling people not to play sports of course play sports. <laughs> but i'm just saying as a musician you don't hit a glass ceiling you can just keep mm. getting better and better forever because your hands just keep getting those the, the connection to your brain just reinforces more and more and more oh it's so more you do like. if you're if unless you're really unlucky like you have health problems but you yeah i haven't had any problems like with tonight oh, t- yeah. anything yet like so Repetitive strain, right? That crack wouldn't be, wouldn't be nice. I could make a joke no. there, but I won't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Chelsea goalkeeper, Petr Cech. Like when he retired, he started playing drums, and he's class now. Really? As well. 
we're going to ask him to play on something for us eventually. <laughs> like, please, class keeper, like, like he's grand, he's really good sure. at drums as well. He like. nearly died, sure, when he he got kicked in the head. Didn't oh he? He, yeah, and he had to wear the, the scrum the, cap all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, absolute king of a goalkeeper though. Like that's definitely. One of the I want to see. I want to see that Peter Check on the God Alone album. Mm-hmm. Like what, we definitely will. Like what about like, what would I, Jack think of that? The drummer, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'd say he doesn't get many like post metal bands texting him, being like, no. "Do you want to play drums on our stuff?" <laughs> like he's probably t- like I'm sure he's like an advisor at Chelsea now. So he's probably busy, yeah. but like if he's ever like not busy, like we're gonna ring him like, and be like, "Do you want to play on this?" I think he'd be sound. He's probably sound. Like oh yeah, sure. What's he got yeah, to worry yeah. about? Like <laughs> yeah, like we're, no, we're not gonna like yeah. Well, just hit him up. You never know. Like he yeah, he yeah. probably love it. Like. Cool man, sure. Um, we'll, I'll sure I'll see you in Cork. Like once things open up, I'll be down there all the time. And sure, I'll I'll definitely go. I, I love seeing God alone live. Like you've got great awesome. energy. Thanks like very so. much. Well, yeah, I'll definitely see you again. Thanks very much. Can see you nice one.